0: depending where you are.
1: Do you know what we're talking about today?
0: No, I don't. I'm gonna be honest with you, I completely forgot. Well,
1: here's our, our little stinger. We've all heard the story behind the hot contents label printed on the outside of fast food coffee cups. A woman orders a hot cup of joe, gets overexcited in her consumption, burns herself, and then sues for millions. Except that's not the story. Not really. That's the story McDonald's wants you to believe. And what we have for you today is a look into the nightmare experience of an elderly woman who had her story twisted so much that she was mocked and ridiculed for decades, becoming a primetime punchline. So what do you know about this story? Because I think that's a big part of it, is that it's really been misconstrued over
0: the last 30 years or so. So uh, as a business student, when I was in college, the first thing when you take like a business law class or like a random business ethics class, or like, let me tell you the story of what really happened with McDonald's and these cups. And so I got the entire breakdown of it. it it's it's rough, and it's like one of those stories where every time you leave the close, like, damn, I didn't know it was that bad. Because like she, that lady, that old that old lady, has became like the joke to everything like her shit don't hit the same anymore it's like it's kind of like we talked about it at some point i don't know if you've heard it yet but at some point we talked about lorena bobbit and and, and john it's kind of like that in a way like this small thing well not small okay it's like It was a dick cut off, but like, (laughs) but I mean, this lady, you know, her lips was burned and not the ones you think, but no. Did you ever,
1: (laughs) did they show you the photos in your class?
0: I saw the, like, we saw what we could see. We didn't see like the, full. we saw the thighs. Yeah. It's brutal. It's nasty. It's never the same for her. No, no, no. I think it's
1: interesting because a part of the story is basically like, I feel like half people or more that know about the story believe the fabrication. And the other half are Mm -hmm. like, don't you know that that's not what happened?
0: Yeah, it's like one of those things where it's uh, most people think that like she went up to a line and like Grimace told her, hey, this coffee has like, it's hot. Don't drop it. And then like went from there. But like, it didn't go that way. Well,
1: yeah, the, the like misconception before we tell you the real story the misconception is that she was driving the car and like drinking the coffee and they're like oh wow she's just like part of this group of people that this this fictional group of people that people perceived at the time who were basically filing lawsuits about everything and hoping that like one of them would stick and then you'd be the lucky winner of three million dollars because you sued coca-cola because you choked on some coke one time or something like that that's like the misconception is that it's like lawsuit abuse and she's like well of course the coffee was hot everybody knows i mean what did you order a hot cup of coffee for if you weren't if you didn't want a hot cup of coffee
0: yeah 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 i get that they the it's basically saying that you're lying like it's not you're it's the, I got lucky that this person ended up being, like, out of hand. Or I'm just going to sue you just because to see if you're not... If you don't feel like sending your lawyers to do it. A lot of times, I'll just cut you a little bit of money and kind of go away. Mm-hmm. But I feel like she sued the wrong... like For you to sue a giant corporation like a McDonald's, who is a very petty corporation, I think, like normal people should realize it is bigger than it is. Well, let's,
1: let's go through the story and uh, we'll see if there's any differences between what I have here and what you've heard before. In 1992, 79-year-old Stella Liebich decided it was about time for her to retire, so she quit her job at a department store and moved to Albuquerque so she could be closer to her family. One morning in late February, Stella's grandson drives them to the McDonald's drive through for some breakfast after dropping her son off at the airport. Stella orders a cheap cup of hot coffee, and after getting their meal, her grandson parks the car so she can add cream and sugar to her coffee, and so they can get their meal together for the road. The car, a 1989 Ford Probe, did not have cup holders, and the dashboard was slanted, so Stella had to hold the cup between her legs. When she went to pull off the lid, Stella accidentally knocked the cup over and spilled the hot coffee all over herself. Far from just an inconvenience, Stella knew immediately that something was wrong. She started screaming and frantically trying to get out of the car because she had just felt this terrible pain where the coffee had spilled. But Stella was kind of paralyzed by what she was experiencing and her body went into shock. Her grandson quickly drove them to the nearest emergency room and what they discovered there was horrific. Because the scalding hot coffee had cooled in her seat and had soaked into her sweatpants, 6% of Stella's body was covered in third degree burns and an additional 10% featured other, more minor burns. For a time, doctors were unsure if Stella would even survive. She was in the hospital for over a week and had to have numerous surgeries, including skin grafts to try to help her heal. While she was there, this old woman who barely hit 100 on the scale lost 20 pounds. And once she was out of the hospital, she needed significant home care for another three weeks, would be partially disabled for two years, and was permanently disfigured. On top of that, her medical bills started racking up. She owed $10,500 for the initial procedures. Between expected future treatment and her daughter's loss of income from staying home to take care of her mother, she was in the hole nearly $20,000. Feeling like they were at a loss, Judy Allen, Stella's daughter, Wrote a letter to McDonald's where she advised them to be more careful with the temperature they serve their coffee at, and asked for compensation for their medical bills. McDonald's, which generated over seven billion dollars in revenue in 1992, responded with an offer of eight hundred.
0: I forgot about the eight hundred dollars part. I forgot about that. That's kind of insulting. Uh, that's a slap in the face. Um, so that is what basically what i remember it being about like when i was in school that to me is insane that an old lady like had to go through all this but it's just adding on to the idea of that the system here and i can only imagine how much her bills would have been like oh yeah today if this happened today Ain't no money McDonald's would have gave her. They would have been like, you know it. what?
1: Here's fifty bucks, and it's in yeah. store credit. You get a gift card.
0: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and no, her bills would have been shit. Her bills, she would have been paying a mill, a strong, oh, yeah. a strong couple. Like it would have been rough. But yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why. They how she went through all of this, right? And then you just offer someone like here's eight hundred dollars and like figure it out. So like, th-
1: that's the thing that I think really define where the story immediately is like separate from what people think. Because not only was she not driving, um, not only were the burns like way more significant than I think people realize, and if they saw the photos, it would really set in. The other thing is that she's not even suing she's not even like, oh. I know this horrible thing happened, but I can get rich off this. She just wants her medical bills covered.
0: That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all I'm asking for is a medical bill. Rich is a simple ten, like ten, maybe twenty thousand. They cut her off that they wouldn't have to worry. But then they were like, "Nah, mm-hmm. here's here's eight hundred dollars and a McDouble." <laughs> yeah, which I know at least back then it was a dollar menu, but shit, and it's crazy too because like this ain't I'm saying, man this ain't this is a, a Caucasian woman like oh, you yeah. would think like you would think some shit would shake for her but nah they were like nah and this is where it becomes in like a business ethics class this is where it gets down to like the uh the moral question they would throw us like as a business like say you're working for McDonald's are you going to do you believe that you owe her more money or do you believe you owe her less money And this is when you tell, like, who in the class was, like, actually paying attention and who was actually sleeping. Mm -hmm. Because then you get that guy, like, I mean, like, she she dropped a coffee on herself. Right. So, like, I mean, technically it's her fault. And it's like, nah, dude. It's on, you could say it's on that specific McDonald's, but then, like, I remember, and you're probably going to cover it, that it's this was, like, a nationwide McDonald's situation.
1: Yeah. It it definitely grew to be bigger than just this one, which I think is probably why they only wanted to offer $800 because they're like, if we offer to pay all of your medical bills, then we're going to have to pay a lot more money to other people that have suffered similar situations.
0: But I feel like you would have made her sign an NDA off top and just cut her the money. Mm -hmm. This would have went away. You know how many celebrities have done things that they got sued for and it just went away because... They made the person sign an NDA and it just, you know, or so many things that the corporations have done that most people don't even know about because of like an NDA being signed.
1: Oh, yeah. She did have at some point. She did enter some kind of agreement where she couldn't speak about it, It, but uh, her mother or excuse me, uh, her daughter could speak. And so they just like said everything for her.
0: Oh, she's like, well, I didn't sign it. Right. I'm gonna say what I want to say, unless you cut me a check too. I think it was
1: after the court case that we'll go through, um, because I think she did get into a, you know, like when you get a settlement, you like can't speak about it.
0: Yeah, yeah you got the you get a a non-disclosed agreement or amount. Yeah, so you can't say anything about it, and yeah. We talked, so like- we'll
1: we'll get into that. Stella and Judy were shocked and insulted by this offer. would barely put a dent in their mounting medical debt, so out of options, they hired attorney Reed Morgan and got to work on a plan to sue the Golden Arches. Stella would later say that she was not really in it for the money. She just wanted the coffee to be served at a cooler temperature so that nobody else would have to go through what she had. Morgan would enlist fellow attorney Ken Wagner to her team and went to war. Morgan filed the suit in the New Mexico District Court in which they claimed that McDonald's was selling unreasonably dangerous coffee. They tried multiple times to settle out of court for sums of $90,000 and then $300,000, but McDonald's refused to alter their initial offer. Liebeck and her attorneys wouldn't back down and they went to court. It would be two and a half years after the initial burn incident before the trial would finally take place. Over the course of nine days in August of 1994, bombshells would be dropped about McDonald's coffee and just how dangerous it was.
0: See, now, That's funny because that's a fuck around a found out situation, but I don't understand why they're not willing to like move from it. Cause this, I feel like you make a bigger like thing by not moving from it. Like you make it more of a a topic.
1: Yeah. And if there's people that might go like, Oh, she wasn't in it for the money, but then she demanded $90,000 and $300,000 or her legal team did, but they actually had a, like a mediator come in and decide like what would be a fair amount. And the mediator, I think, said two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I think so. The three hundred thousand dollars is higher than that, yes. But that was also their, you know, a later offer. They had offered hundred and sixty thousand dollars less than that initially.
0: So they were trying. It sounds like she's trying not to make this a bigger thing, and like for the, it's it's one of those things where I feel like you just have to be here to understand like why it would be that much. Like an average. I feel like it comes down to what your class is, like where you are as a person too. like in like the world. That's like not a lot of money for with our medical system here, even back then. Like it's we're at a point where a lot of people, if something happens to you, you rather just drive to a hospital than take an ambulance because you already know, like it's game over once you get in the back of that car. Yep. Yeah. That's ten thousand right there. You're like, oh man! (laughs) Like it literally. I watched a one time in school. I watched a girl fall and break her leg on a snow day. Uh, It was at college. It was a day where it was really icy out, and she was. We were all walking, and I looked across the street, and she fell and snapped it. Oh! She she was yelling, "Don't call an ambulance! (laughs) Don't!" call. Uh wow, that's take me to a car. That's dystopian. And I stayed across the street.
1: I do. Th- you know, I have not had to go to the emergency room very often, but I do wonder, like, what's like so much of an emergency that I'm like, all right, call them.
0: I, I went to it and I remember it ended up costing me. And this is when I had like I have insurance just to go and them to look at me. And I didn't even stay the night. They sent me home. Five hundred dollars. i was like what like (laughs) you didn't do nothing like what are you it's it's out of hand Mm -hmm. it's really out of hand especially like you're getting the skin grabs like a skin grab i can only imagine how much that shit hit for like oh poor 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 woman
1: so let's talk about the bombshells One such shock was the reveal that the McDonald's franchisee manual requires that their coffee be served at a temperature between 180 and 190 degrees Fahrenheit, a temperature which attorneys discovered tracked around 20 to 40 degrees hotter than surrounding establishments. Expert testimony would reveal just how hot 190 is when it comes to coffee. At 190, 30 degree burns are produced in 3 seconds, at 180, in 12 to 15 seconds. Liebeck's attorneys argued that lowering the serving temperature 20 or 30 degrees to 160 would increase the time before severe burns to 20 seconds, time that would be highly valuable in dangerous situations like what Stella had encountered. What's more is that documents came to light that showed that in the 10-year period from 1982 to 1992, more than 700 customers had reported burn injuries for McDonald's coffee and received settlements totaling over half a million dollars. Quality Assurance Manager for McDonald's, Chris Appleton, seemed indifferent during his testimony, remarking that he was not surprised by the number, but that he was glad it wasn't higher. At the end of the trial on August 18th, a 12-person jury found McDonald's to be 80% responsible for the scalding incident due to the warning label not being large or sufficient enough. The jury decided on combined damages equaling nearly $3 million, which was produced to $640,000 by the judge. Both McDonald's and Liebeck appealed the decision and eventually settled out of court.
0: What a judge, Hayden.
1: So that's something that I'll talk about in a minute because there's a whole lot about this that I came across, about redux- reducing awarded damages.
0: Uh, don't tell me the judge has got a big job on the side.
1: <laughs> the judge, I didn't tell you his name, Ronald McDonald.
0: Oh no, <laughs> Mayor McCheese. <okay>. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, I don't, okay, so I get this is a situation where I just felt like they, if they would have just gave her the like 90000 from the start, like they wouldn't have had to give paying this much. Like they had to see that it was going to get to this point. I don't know how they didn't. And like, I don't know. I'm not a coffee guy. I don't know if you're a coffee guy.
1: I drink coffee. Are
0: you okay? So maybe you know. It is like like why would you want a coffee that hot? Like, I don't know.
1: So I didn't include this in the information, but there's like all this information about the temperature that coffee should be served at and like why they were serving it at that one. And there's like some people that say that they're serving it at between 180 and 190 because that's like peak flavor. The argument there is that if it causes third-degree burns in three seconds, you can't drink that. No. Anyways, it doesn't matter. And then yeah. people, they were like, well, McDonald's at one point was like, well, uh, it's for commuters. Commuters would like to have coffee that hot because it'll be a minute before they drink it. And they're like, so you can't drink it right away? You're admitting you can't drink the coffee right away. And they're like, I guess.
0: Because there's, okay, at my McDonald's and like one of everybody if you live in an old neighborhood you know if you go to a mcdonald's like old people are just sitting there drinking the coffee so you're saying they can't sit and drink the coffee like that doesn't make any sense you're a fast food place there shouldn't be a time limit
1: i'll say i have certainly been to mcdonald's and, and to, i don't want to say to their credit but in fairness probably to other establishments as well other coffee places and you get it in the drive-thru and then i go too hot and then I sit it in the cup holder for probably 20 to 25 minutes before I can even try to drink it and it's like I kind of want to drink it right now though
0: for sure this is a McDonald's this is their entire like their entire existence is built on having fast food like getting food to you in a
1: second I would rather have like lukewarm coffee that I could drink immediately than like molten lava that I'm like alright That's I'm gonna saying, be here like- till 6 p.m. <laughs> When I get and off work.
0: The fact that it's going to burn you in three seconds, you got to put your lip up to it. Like, that's not going to help. Like, right. Why would I go? Ooh, like, like <laughs> right. I don't get it. I don't get the explanation there. Like, I don't understand. Why would you put it at 180 and 190?
1: Yeah. And like, make at that up-
0: point, just go to two.
1: Right? <laughs> why not <laughs> boil it?
0: Yeah, this <laughs> shit. Make it like make it where I could if a worse situation happens and my car is frozen, I just throw that coffee <laughs> on that window. Right. Shit's cool.
1: So this is where McDonald's also gets like really, really lucky somehow, because you'd think <laughs> you would think that people look at this case and they go, Oh my god, this literally seven at this point, eighty one year old woman, uh, or maybe even eighty two, she got third degree burns from mcdonald's coffee that's messed up we are all on her side fuck mcdonald's that's ridiculous but somehow it breaks and then everyone's like what an idiot
0: hey one word or no sorry maybe two syllables three chick-fil-a that's all i gotta say (laughs) that's all i gotta say about that a company that none of us should enjoy but everybody still eat that chicken. <laughs> right. That's Mickey D's. It's a company that nobody, especially at that point in the seventies, seventies, eighties,
1: everyone's like, "That's awful." Like me, some special sauce though.
0: I'm just, I like me a a a number one with cheese. <laughs> I'm just saying, I need a quarter pounder still. Oh my I god! Mean, sorry, what happened, happened to that
1: woman's? Neck. What happened to that woman's nether regions?
0: My well, McDonald's Sprite though. Yeah, I can tell they probably went, Oh my god, what happened to that lady as he opens up his uh Big Mac box. <laughs> right. What happened to that lady? Oh my god. <laughs> oh but that's not gonna change me from eating this fucking Big Mac. <laughs> like that I don't we as I feel like it's easier to see it now because of where we are now and we can all talk to each other via social media, but I feel like people are always this dumb. Right. So back in the 70s, they felt the same way. It's just you couldn't tell. We wouldn't do it. If this happened on Twitter today, they'd be cooking her. She'd be sauteed (laughs) in all the shade room. Now she's messed up for life off of a mistake on the company side. Like marketing was 10 out of 10 back there. Like I guess so. I get how they made it to look bad on her. Like it's not that they're a giant corporation who gave money to probably most of these news sites in a way mm-hmm. and that's not me trying to sound like a conspiracy man but like some of them were probably just sliding money to like these places to be like make her look dumb
1: okay so i can actually provide some context for why people were so quick to jump on her and why her her damages that she was awarded got reduced because it all comes at a really annoying time in history, which is, in America, basically every single time is annoying for one reason or another, but for Stella, this came at a really inopportune time, I would say. Now, Stella's lawsuit came at a time when the Republican Party and American corporations were pushing for tort reform, funneling millions of dollars into reducing the rights of regular Americans to file civil lawsuits against major corporations. They preyed on incidents like Stella's, completely fair civil suits that were distorted by the media and then distorted by Republican politicians even further for political gain. Suddenly organizations began popping up that banned the flames of growing misguided outrage against what was seen as an influx of frivolous lawsuits that bogged down the court system and hurt American business. But many of these groups, especially some of the biggest, like Citizens Against Lawsuit Abuse, were fake and funded by these major corporations. And you may be asking yourself, If a jury decided that Stella was owed nearly $3 million in compensatory and punitive damages, why on earth would the judge reduce that number so significantly? Well, that is a result of major tort reform enacted by members of the GOP and funded almost entirely by major corporations. One of the key aspects of tort reform is the capping of damages. So even if a jury deliberates on a case and decides that the plaintiff was harmed and decides that they are owed significant recompense, That number cannot exceed the legal cap and thus the judge is forced to reduce it. It should be clear that this is a dramatic limitation on the power of the jury and only serves to protect the wrongdoers. And even after all this was said and done, McDonald's has changed the warning labels on their packaging, but it's unclear if they've reduced that serving temperature. This is owed, in part, to capping punitive damages, which in effect are designed to send a message to a wrongdoer and force them to enact meaningful change. We cap these damages and we cap their influence too. Shout
0: out to them. Shout out to. If there's no one in life that is the bigger villain, and I know if someone's listening to this, they might be like, fuck me, but shout out to the GOP, dude. They come in all the time at the right time with that heat.
1: You know what I have to say about that?
0: Dude, I don't know what the fuck you're doing, man, but. <clears throat> You have absolutely no idea what the hell you're talking about. You need to get off the air. <laughs>
1: that's, that's that's from a loving fan, and that's right for a mirror.
0: That was, and I know it was. You, you think that's a joke? But that was specifically for me. It always was specifically for me. <laughs> <laughs> no i
1: i, I, I literally it's so many stories i I read and I'm like, "Oh my God, this is terrible. How could this have happened Republican Party, okay
0: you, <laughs> you just keep reading long enough, it'll somehow slide in there, and the Republican party was doing this. and it's always something like the most bullshit situation like they come in for just anything, and everybody you always think that if you if we took any subject that we talked about out here. I'll tell you right now, some behind-the-scenes things. I've thought about doing an episode of the Satanic Panic for since we started this show way back in like fucking 2016. And you know what the answer to the Satanic Panic is? Republicans. That's like that would just be the entire (laughs) episode of me going, so the Republicans said this and it just kind of is like it's always the answer, dude. They're the only people where you're going to make me get into my woke my whole woke conversation <laughs> and i'm trying not to because i don't want to be that guy but like for the people who climb up cry about shit being woke the most they sure put their money behind the things that they think are a little bit too far
1: mm-hmm. if it's
0: gonna affect them i be like yeah no
1: i was watching the document a documentary that was a kind of about this incident and about the the historical context for it and immediately they're like Here's why this was even allowed. And then they cut to clips of Ronald Reagan and George W. Bush. And I'm like,
0: oh, anybody uh, but them, dude. And you know, and it's also funny because this is something, this is right up like their alley, too. A, a, a random, a small situation that should not be a political situation or anything that should be talked about. This should be the most bipartisan conversation of all time. Here we go. What would, Do you know what was in the coffee? Maybe the coffee needed to be that hot. Right. Don't you know that
1: she was driving 90 miles per hour and she was holding the coffee in one hand and trying to drink it with the other one and also was smoking a cig and.
0: She, if we let her get this money, she's going to take these, 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 these nice hot coffees away from the parents who are trying to get their children to school at an appropriate time. So if you really think about it, this woman is harming the kids.
1: This, I think that's exactly
0: correct, to be honest. She is harming the children. Think about the kids. Everything. We always got to think about the kids. Think about the children in this situation.
1: And you know what? This makes me think about the new one that just came out. They just had a verdict on, which was that a little girl... uh they served uh, her chicken nuggets and uh, a four-year-old girl, a nugget fell out of her uh, nugget box onto her leg, second-degree burns. Damn. Yeah.
0: But you know what?
1: It's still somehow, it's the the mother's fault because she shouldn't have given her.
0: We'll look at it this way. If she wouldn't knew not to put your hand on the stove because it's a little too hot she would have knew not to grab that chicken nugget because it was a little too hot. The mother did not teach her daughter the dangers of heat. <laughs> protect the children. That's right. Protect the kids. <laughs> That's Conspiracy Club. Protect the protect kids. Protect the children. Yes. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Protect the children from these dangerous... People that are elderly and parents that don't know how to teach them not to touch hot things.
1: And you know what? If it was, even if it was 190 degrees, we could all toughen up a little bit, I think.
0: Show me that mother's emails. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. She she in inclusion. See what you don't understand is. This whole thing, this entire situation is a ploy from Antifa <laughs> to scare us from drinking coffee. Are you going to let a terrorist stop you from drinking coffee?
1: No. See, what you don't understand is that Stella and this this young girl, they're crisis actors
0: hired by Burger King. Hired by Burger King. And 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 the woke left, <laughs> of course. To stop us from enjoying McDonald's nice food? Why would you want to stop someone who just wants to have it their way?
1: I think I can hear our, our caller walking back his comments. He likes what you have to say now.
0: God damn it! I'm a true patriot. That's all I got to say. Amen. I'm for the children. Protect the kids. Keep it. Wa- I mean, oh. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: All right, <laughs> that that's all for this week on Conspiracy Club. Thank you for joining us, and we appreciate your support as always. Make sure you join the club by following us on Instagram at Tom and Amir, and by leaving a rating or review on whatever podcast platform you use. It helps us out a lot. Amir, any words you want to close out this meeting of Conspiracy Club with?
0: Stop making situations like this bipartisan. And if you're going to comment on a situation like this, just do the research one simple google search will save you and all of us who are going to to listen to a bad opinion from listening to said opinion and salute to that lady for you know getting her money against them even if it was like a small sum that she can't admit one day maybe the sister the daughter will leak it and let us know i want a pocket watch a little bit i'm not even gonna lie that's all
1: all right bye everybody